Hey you all, what's going on? Um, you're gonna have to excuse my voice for this week. I know I missed last week and I really wanted to um, speak with you all and share what I have with you, but I ended up getting a little under the, well no, not a little, but um, I ended up getting sick and um, it's around that time where you're going back to school the kids are going back to school and you know everybody brings their germs with them and I was like okay I'm gonna be all right and then of course it was downhill from there but I'm doing well um I am recovering you all and um I'm so excited to talk about this um this is a bonus episode and uh this topic has been sitting here in my journal speaking of journal make sure you hit up my instagram page at the move by faith there's a post in there talking about uh the benefit and the value of journaling i'm not going to go into it but um if you're interested especially as you are studying the word um, writing down your reflections, your notes, and paying attention to what uh, you are reading while you are studying the word. Um, another way that God speaks to you, not only through his word, but in giving you understanding as you study. So make sure you go hit that up. Anyway, um, this episode has been sitting in my journal for quite some time. And typically, whenever the Lord uh, gives me a topic to share, and as you all know, anything that I do share has come from a life experience in my journey of faith uh, with the Lord. And so I remember I wrote it, written it down, and I was just like, oh, I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And you know, the Holy Spirit was just like, oh, just wait, not not yet. And so today I'm happy to be able to talk with you all about this. So um, prayerfully, we can get through this without me sneezing into the microphone. And um, we can keep it moving, y'all. Okay, so the title, the, excuse me, the title of this episode is Be Bold. And the scripture that we are going to be focusing in on is coming from Joshua. Joshua is a book um, of the Bible in the Old Testament. Um, He is um, a prophet um, used as a mouthpiece for God during that time. And so he actually took the place of Moses um, because before all of this, Um, God had chose Moses and appointed him to lead the Israelites um, out of Egypt. And so when I mention Israelites, to give you all a little bit of a background, referring to all the people of the various tribes that um, descended from the 12 sons. And if you want to take a look at look at that, that's Genesis chapter 35 verses 23 through 26. And these were the 12 sons of Jacob. And so 
with that in mind, he took the place of Moses and he, Joshua was, was chosen to, um, lead in Moses's place because Moses had died. He had already, um, carried out, um, his assignment. And so, um, God had made a promise to the Israelites um, about bringing them into a land, a land in which he um, was going to give them. And also keep in mind, Joshua served, I don't want to say under Moses, but kind of like his armor bearer in a sense, um, and was really, you know, like a servant of Moses per se. And so God had appointed you know, Joshua for this huge role. And so in doing a little bit of research about Joshua, <clears throat> he was looked at as a general, you know, of the armies and preparing, right? Because he had to prepare the Israelites to enter um, the land of Canaan. All right. And so with this, um, first of all, the name meaning, and I don't even know if I had remembered this or forgotten this, but the main, the name meaning um, of Joshua, there's a couple of meanings. The Lord has delivered and also he shall save. Um, and so with this in verses one through nine of Joshua one, God gives Joshua these instructions and encouragements of how he's going to go about leading um, God's people into the land of Canaan. And this is a pretty tall ask. And so keep in mind, you all, that Joshua is like one of us, right? Imperfect. Um, yet he loved God and he was willing to be obedient and take the step in terms of um, being bold. So before we get to the key scripture, I'm going to read um, verses three through nine from Joshua one and the version that you all are going to hear, you're going to hear the Amplified Bible, which as y'all know, is my favorite. I love it. It just really breaks everything down. So verses three through nine, it says, and this is Joshua one, chapter one, verse, verse three, beginning of verse three. I have given you every place on which the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised to Moses from the wilderness of Arabia in the south and this Lebanon in the north, even as far as the great river, the river Euphrates in the east, all the land of the Hittites, Canaan, and as far as the great Mediterranean Sea toward the west shall be your territory. So this was a promise um, that God had already given um, to Moses. And so the Lord is reminding Joshua of this. Uh, verse 5, no man will be able to stand before you to oppose you as long as you live just as I was present with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or abandon you. Be strong and confident and courageous, for you will give this people as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers. 
ancestors to give them. So a promise going all the way back to the ancestors. And again, sometimes the promise that we are waiting on from the Lord will take in, in his timing. Okay. Verse 7, only be strong and very courageous. Be careful to do everything in accordance with the entire law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may prosper and be successful wherever you go. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall read and meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything in accordance to with all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous and then you will be successful. And this is our key scripture we're going to focus on, y'all. Verse 9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed, intimidated. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So as I'm um, looking back up, I know that there were a number of different descriptions that this chapter gives us as far as um, the land. So y'all can research that. Um and dive deeper as far as like what that land would be today so um, again that was Joshua chapter 1 verses 3 through 9 and our key scripture is verse 9 so the first thing I want to share with you all is I'm going to read verse 9 again. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified or dismayed, intimidated, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. If you were listening, at not if you were listening, obviously you are listening, but while you were listening, we heard be strong and courageous multiple times, right? Multiple times. So I was really thinking about that because I was just like, wow. And that really tells me that God knew that Joshua would experience fear, right? So personally, I think that's why he kept reminding him over and over again, be strong, courageous. I'm not going to leave you. I'm going to be with you every step of the way. And so when we look at the word fear, and I know that we've talked about this before, I'm going to take a Joyce um, Meyer Ministries quote. Um, I'll never forget this. I was listening to um, a tape of hers and she talked about fear and the acronym false evidence appearing real. And so the fact of the matter is that we're, we are going to have feelings of fear, especially when we are doing something new or if we're being pushed in an area um, in our lives that maybe we're not necessarily used to, or if we're entering something new and it's unknown, or if it's a matter of having to speak up, um, we will experience those feelings. But the true test is like, okay, I'm feeling afraid, but am I still going to go forth? Am I still going to move? 
Am I still going to do what God has instructed me to do? Am I still going to obey his word? Am I still going to do it? And that is when we move in terms of taking those steps of faith, of trusting him, of trusting him that number one, he's with us. He's never going to leave us. Number two, faith is how we please him. It's impossible to please God without faith. So anytime we come to him with a hold of fear, it is going to be impossible for us to move forward. And when I say hold of fear, there's a difference between feeling, having feelings of fear, and actually not doing something because you're afraid because you're afraid of the outcome or either because you're afraid of what the person might say or because of because you're afraid of how people might react I mean we've all been there but the true test is if we love God and if we're serious about our faith walk and our journey with him we've got to trust him and with that how we do that is taking those steps being bold being strong being courageous I can't even imagine just what Joshua was going through. I mean, being, excuse me, you all, being appointed to a role after, you know, Moses died and having a responsibility of basically overseeing the people, right? Just army, you know, the general of armies and having to plan and coordinate and orchestrate and really and I'm sure just a lot of time with the Lord a lot of time going back like okay let me go back God said be strong and courageous okay you know so just a lot of those things so with that in mind my question to you all is are you being strong and courageous And are you being strong and courageous within your spheres of influence? When I talk about spheres of influence, and this is a term that I use um, within my line of work. Excuse me, y'all. I'm also a speaker in addition to a teacher. And so when we think about where we're at and where we're called to. So some of us might be called in the mountain of business or um, the sphere of education or it can be a sphere of the arts or it can be in your community um, depending on where you're serving where you're working what your influence is your friends um, associates you know per se and that's what I mean by sphere of influence so are you being strong and courageous that's the big question right um, on my blog on the movebyfaith.com, I talk about blooming where you're planted. And it's kind of the same thing. Are you blooming where you're planted? Are you blooming where you are planted? And it can mean a variety of things when it talks about being strong and courageous. Um, the first thing I have here is standing still. This is a big one. So 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 17. Um, this 
was when um, the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jazel. I hope I'm saying that right. If I'm wrong, y'all, please forgive me. But look up 2 Chronicles 2017. Um, it says, You need not fight in this battle. Take your positions. Stand and witness the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. So again, we we hear that fear. Like, don't fear. Don't be dismayed. I'm with you. I guarantee if you all take, um, I don't know how many of you all have done reading the Bible in a year. Um to be honest with y'all, I have not done reading the Bible in a year. I pretty much go with what devotional I have or book I have in front of me, or either um, I'll be my, or I'm continually to be mindful of the different areas that God is really working with me on right now. Um, but I guarantee if you do the read the Bible in 365 days you will find do not fear I am with you do not fear I am with you and so again that goes back to telling me that God knows us he knows us he knows exactly what we are going through because if we go back to his son being sent to the earth to save us from our sins um Jesus Christ his son experienced everything he felt and experienced everything that we did so he knows so he already knows so going back to that the standing still you know sometimes being strong and courageous means you just stand still I feel like sometimes I don't know about y'all but we can get in the situations where we're really doing too much where we're doing way too much and we're saying way too much and we're trying to either help or support someone in a situation or we're doing a little bit more than our part right because we know the word talks about faith without works is dead so we do have our part but sometimes we can get in the way and we really start doing more than what we should be doing and nine times out of ten we're doing it because either well god you're taking too long um you're not quite answering this for me right now so i'm gonna go ahead and see what i can do and work my plan b or it's and then that too is tied to fear and anxiety because we're now worrying and we're not trusting that God is doing and working behind the scenes and doing what he said he would do. So standing still, that is strong and courageous because when we stand still and trust him, just as the spirit of the Lord said in 2 Chronicles 2017, right? You don't need to fight in this battle. There are just some battles that, no, we don't need to be involved in. And it is okay. It is okay. And we have to remember that he is in control. Um, 
again, sometimes strong and courageous. My second point after standing still is standing alone. This one is not easy, right? This one is not easy at all. Um, we're in a society with social media. There's a lot of different influences going on. There's a lot of different trends. Um, there are a lot of things being said that contradict and or go against the word of God. And we have to make a decision. Are we going to stand on the word of God? Are we going to trust God? Are we going to trust him to lead and guide our lives? Or are we going to go from here and there and, you know, everywhere and listen and watch with what the world is doing? And when I say the world in terms of people that are not walking with the Lord by faith. And this is a tricky one, right? Because it's like, oh, you know, the big thing, I don't want to get canceled. But the fact of the matter is, it goes back. Being strong and courageous sometimes means standing alone. And you're standing alone on the word of God. Um, either through peer pressure or even, it, you know, it can be like work, um, you know, business office politics, or if you're out, you know, working in, you know, outside of a building, you know, um, defending. Um, and I just say that um, just based on my, my listeners, um, you know, defending a country you know, defending the United States, you know, whatnot. So it's like it, that standing alone, that's also strong and courageous. But just know that when you do, when you are standing alone, God is still with you as we've already been seeing and reading. He's still with you. Be strong, be courageous. And then the last two that I wrote down being strong and courageous, speaking the truth in love. I just want to park there for a second. This one, this one's interesting, right? So Ecclesiastes chapter three, verse seven says, And this is the second part of it. A time to keep silent and a time to speak. Ecclesiastes 3 is really focused on seasons and times. God operates in seasons. And we know that everything in his timing is perfect. Okay. He knows. And he has a plan. Even though we might think that our timing is better but I can tell you all right now whenever I've thought my timing is better it didn't work out it just didn't and I ended up going back and being like oh god I should listen to you on that one yeah but in the end it all works out for our good because he knows 
right? So speaking the truth in love, this one's tricky. I, uh, I don't want to say tricky, but I'm noticing at least within the sphere of influence that I'm called to, which is education, um, certain communities that I'm part of, not a lot of people like to speak up. And for a while, it was like, I was just like, I don't understand. Like, how, do, how can you not say anything when something is not okay? Like, this is not okay. Um, and it can be like in schools, it can be in networks, it can be in organizations. Um, and so kind of reminded me of growing up, you all, I was not outspoken. I was, um, afraid to speak up and I was afraid to speak up because I valued the opinion of people over God. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. I know that what I just said is a touchy subject for some of us, but that's the reality, right? So going back to being strong and courageous, speaking the truth and love, and then knowing when to speak. And so it's important when God places something within you and your spirit to say something, whether it be in a meeting, within a community, at your job, at a board meeting, um, at an outing coffee shop or with your friends, wherever don't ignore it say what you know that he has given you to say and it's not easy at first you will feel very fearful that feeling of fear will come and I know sometimes whenever he speaks to me about speaking up about a situation my heart beats really fast and I'm like oh god I'd be like Laura I don't want to say what but guess what you all do it anyway and the more you do that the more you are obedient to speaking the truth in love that's the key and some people think when I say speaking in the truth in love if you go to Corinthians there's a whole, um, second Corinthians. I hope I'm, yep. Um, there's a whole passage that talks about what love is, right? Love is patient. Love is kind. Yes. Okay. Um, and that doesn't necessarily mean you're like, okay, this is what I need for you to do. That doesn't mean you alter your voice and do all that. You speak the truth in love, right? And you ask the Lord to give you guidance on that. Okay, God, this is what you need for me to say right now. How do I say this? So that it's received in the way it needs to be received. And the last one, standing in silence. So again, going back to Ecclesiastes 3, chapter 3, verse 7, a time to keep silent and a time to speak. This kind of goes with standing still. So there will be times 
or being strong and courageous will require you to be silent. And that's not easy either because you see something and you're like, I don't know why they won't. God, let's just, and he might be like, nope, I got this one. What I need for you to do, I need for you to pray. That's it. And you stand in silence and you trust him. So it goes back to standing still and seeing the salvation of the Lord. That's 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verse 17. So going back, how are we being strong and courageous within our spheres of influence? How can we standing still, standing alone, speaking the truth in love, in timing, and standing in silence? And the last thing I want to leave you all with is what steps can we take to being strong and courageous? Number one, read and study God's word. Key, you all. Number two, speak scriptures focused on strength and courage daily over your life in every situation that brings a stronger feeling of fear than others. We have those areas, right? How you flex the faith muscles, you continue to keep doing it and doing it until the feeling goes, is weakened and weakened. Number three, seek to please the Lord and not man. How y'all obey his word and his promptings. The more you study and read his word, the more you will know and recognize his voice. Number four, push past those feelings of fear. He's not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us a spirit of love, power, and of a sound mind. Yes, he has you all. And number five, accountability group of friends who are on the same page that can encourage you. Love you all. Thank you for listening. See you next time.